Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. We'd like to start off today's episode with a question for you. Want to be happier? And with our answer, use your intuition. For many of you, our answer may bring up even more questions, like, why would you need to use your intuition to be happier? What does using your intuition have to do with your happiness? So we'll begin by exploring the answers to some of those questions. Most of you have undoubtedly heard some variation of the adage, ask and you shall receive. That sounds like asking and receiving are a matched set, like salt and pepper. One doesn't happen without the other, does it? When you are asking anything, whether you are asking for something necessary or important to come in your life, or merely asking for an answer to a simple question, you ask with the purpose of receiving that which you are asking for. Otherwise, when you ask, It's just a rhetorical question, right? As in Hamlet asking himself to be or not to be. Mm -hmm. But even though he was just a fictional character talking to himself out loud in one of Shakespeare's most famous plays, that character was deemed to be the Prince of Denmark in the story. And he was contemplating the pain and unfairness of life against the alternative which was to bring an end to it for himself. That's a pretty serious question to ask, and not just a rhetorical one in that context, is it? Emotionally and mentally, he feels up against the proverbial wall. Yet, what makes real people ever feel that they're up against the seemingly immovable, immovable wall of inner conflict that they experience as suffering? <clears throat> Of course, it's the clashing of apparent opposites in life and having no certainty that either choice available to them will lead them to lasting safety, peace, and fulfillment. Yes, that comes from depending on the either-or way of asking a question of your intellect in order to find a satisfactory answer and solution to what is distressing you. As we've mentioned many times before our show, an either-or question will only bring about satisfactory answers to solve technological problems. Living your life, however, doesn't work like machines and AI, does it? An attorney in a court of law who depends solely on the letter of the law to provide or to prove the guilt or innocence of a person will often grill a witness for the opposition by asking the question and following it with just answer yes or no. Why would they do that? 
They don't want the person testifying to say things that don't agree with or support their agenda in asking the question. They don't want the jury to consider more of the specific context in which the act or event happened and the spirit of the law in that specific case. It's like trying to get the answer you are seeking that can't satisfactorily be answered by either or programming of the chat box, chatbot. I'm sure some of you have run into that. In living your life, more often than not, you need a real human being to talk to who can read between the lines and give you the wise counsel you need for that specific life situation that you are in, in that AI-driven bot can't, no matter how much information it can access in a nanosecond. If you depend on your intellect alone for figuring out the answers to successfully navigating through your particular life challenges of the moment toward a more fulfilling life, you're not going to be truly happy. You might even be able to do something perfectly according to what you're expected to do, but how often does that lead to your complete and lasting happiness? Not often, if ever. So, how do you live more happily by using your intuition? Yes, intuition takes you beyond where your intellect can. Your intellect works more on a linear plane, while your intuition gives you access to deeper and non-linear levels of your awareness and experience. You can be exceptionally logical by using your intellect. That's one of the reasons you need your intellect if you are working on a technological problem. A plus B equals C. But if you need to access your undivided awareness beyond the linear dimension governed by the experience of time and space here in this physical world of the body, you need to tap into the limitlessness of what we call spirit. As you know, there is no experience of the passage of time or the movement of, in space in eternal and infinite spirit. Yet within the vastness of spirit resides all truth and wisdom and unconditional love and the creative power of life. That is why it is said of spirit, ask and it shall be given to you. It's not just a religious theory someone came up with. In relationship to spirit, if you ask, you will be given that which you ask for, even if what you receive or how you receive it doesn't necessarily fit your expectations of what you thought you were going to be given or the form in which it comes to you. Even more than that, It's when you access your inner spirit beingness that you experience what you recognize as real happiness or joy. Happiness is what we call the experience we have when we directly experience even a fleeting moment of spirit. Intuition is the psychic awareness ability that we need to use to have that experience. Then we can receive the answers to what we are asking for. When you tune into your inner awareness and energy away from the hustle and bustle of the world, you begin to experience the certainty within you that is spirit. 
you then will start to have more and more certainty that what you know intuitively is true for you, even if no one else might agree with you, regardless of whether your answer works for others or not. It will ultimately lead you to your destination, even if at first it looks as if you are going the wrong way. Intuition also works to provide you with answers that may seem to defy your logical mind and thinking at the time. Once again, that's because intuition works beyond time and space, not sequentially in time and space. With intuition, you can access the whole answer at once. So the information and answers you gain through the use of your intuitive knowingness are always in the context of the bigger answer you may not yet fully be aware of. And that is also why the use of your intuition, you have to develop more trust in your eternal spirit self. There's another factor that many people are not aware of about the difference between the use of their intellect and the use of their intuitive knowingness. When you believe in something, you are using your intellect, whereas when you have certainty, you are using your intuition, even if unconsciously. Certainty is the experience of knowing that you know and what you know, even though you can offer no intellectual proof. It's not the same as believing in something. Believing in something means you are believing intellectually in that as an idea. For example, there are a lot of people in the world that believe in the concept of reincarnation. There are a lot fewer people who have certainty in reincarnation because they have directly experienced reincarnating. It is a bit like the difference between people who believe that a particular restaurant is a wonderful restaurant because they've read that the restaurant has a Michelin star and those who know it's a great restaurant because they personally experienced it. More than once, I've decided to purchase a particular movie to watch because I believed I would enjoy it based on the great reviews of the movie, yet I ended up not enjoying the movie much at all in terms of my personal experience of watching it. On the other hand, there have been quite a few times that I intuitively knew a particular movie had poor reviews would be a better movie for me to watch, and I ended up really enjoying it. Yeah, (laughs) we've had that experience quite a few times over the years. For me, sometimes it got to the point where I chose to deliberately avoid watching a movie, especially if the critics raved about it. <laughs> there was a stretch of time where, God, every time the, the critics have, you know, four stars, five stars and two thumbs up and everything, raved about something and we go, okay, let's let's check it out. <laughs> and it's like, okay, can we can we stop the movie now? <laughs> In some cases, walk out of the theater. Uh, yep. So how often have you, in retrospect, regretted not following up on your intuitive knowing that something would be would have been better uh, choice for you at the time than what you intellectually believed was the best for you? And why the regret or disappointment? In those cases, 
following what you believe was the best choice didn't make you happier after all. Or the temporary relief that it might have brought you didn't last very long. Now, that doesn't mean that when you follow your intuition, you will always immediately be happier with what comes about. Intuition works on and for the whole of you, right? All of you, the, your, your full self and your life. Not necessarily just to make you happier about the immediate consequence of you following it. Sometimes when I follow my intuition in deciding on my next step, say in healing myself, I might experience a bit more pain or discomfort immediately following my choice before I start to feel much better in the long run. Ah, but here's the most important aspect of using and following your intuition. Tuning into your intuitive knowingness is the first step for you to directly experience the happiness that is already an intrinsic part of who you are in your undivided state of mind. It's not that intuition will make you happier. What you experience as you use your intuition is more of your natural inner happiness and peace that never changes. You are already completely happy just as you truly are. Not the way you think you are, but that the way you really are. The only thing that makes you experience any kind of unhappiness is that unwittingly you divided a small part of yourself away from the undivided wholeness that you are. If you keep your awareness focused on that seemingly separate and isolated small piece of you, if you will, you feel and think of yourself as small and insignificant and therefore unworthy of experiencing that wholeness and beauty of life itself we call unconditional love. <clears throat> Yet whenever you begin to tune into your true undivided self as spirit using the psychic ability we call intuition or more specifically intuitive knowingness which is a far more comprehensive and much higher form of intuition than say what people generally tend to call gut feelings or sensing things or hearing an inner voice. Those are all valid different forms of the general ability known as intuition. But the type of intuitive ability that leads to the direct and full experience of inner spirit is intuitive knowingness. Intuitive knowingness is that ability that when you use it, not only do you experience that you know, but also that you know that you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's the experience of certainty. You don't experience any doubt in what you know and that you know. The experience of doubt only comes when you are focused on trying to intellectualize your life experience or you're intellectually trying to figure it, figure it all out. So different types of intuition 
I was mentioning, like the uh, inner voice and gut feelings and sensing things, those are all valid. But intuitive knowingness leads to the full and direct experience of your inner spirit. In a, intuitive knowingness is that ability that when you use it, not only do you experience that you know, but you also know that you know, right? So that's, that's that certainty. Ah, I know it. But you, you don't experience, you know, any kind of a doubt. It's just an experience of, I know, I, I know this. The experience of doubt only comes when you're focused on trying to intellectualize your life experience or are intellectually trying to figure it all out with your brain. Your intellect cannot ever truly experience certainty because it can always find some kind of reasonable doubt. <laughs> ever heard that term? <laughs> Back to Raphael's courtroom example comparing the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. The letter of the law is based on the intellect alone, right? And what it says. The, the, the spirit of the law is about considering the purpose and intent of the law in the context of the particular people and the circumstances in that event or situation. It's much more spirit-based and requires the use of one's intuition. You can't use your intuition as an excuse to break the law, but intuition not only gives you the answer you seek, it also gives you the way you can correctly apply the answer. We're coming to our first break, and we want you to know that you've been, if you've been seeking to learn a different way of living your life that will help you awaken and bring you more fulfillment, peace, and joy, please visit our Learning Sanctuary for the Soul site at livethemiracle.com, livethemiracle.com. It's chock full of a wide range of illuminating classes and practical instruction on many aspects of living a more intuitive and spiritually aware life in the world every day. Whether they are classes and intensives that make up our comprehensive six-level foundation course, or they're one of 63 classes in our ever-popular audio self-study series, You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think, you'll find a treasure trove of psychic tools and spiritual practices that you can apply in your daily life. Have a look and try out either our spiritual toolkit or our two-hour introductory audio class to our comprehensive course, of course, for free. We'll return in a couple of minutes with Want to Be Happier? Use your intuition. We'll be right back. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. 
Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Wonderful to have you back, and welcome to those of you who are just joining us now. We've been exploring how, if you want to be happier, you might have to learn to use your intuition more. So let's continue with our topic. Yeah, before the break, <laughs> before the the national alert, what is it called? The emergency, emergency alert, alert went off and everything. Uh, I was talking about the, uh, the difference between the letter of the law and the spirit of the law as an example of the intellect alone, which is the letter of the law, so to speak, and, and uh, the context of the whole thing, the whole experience. The spirit of the law is about life. It addresses more of the life, whereas the letter of the law just addresses the law. You know, this is the way it is. It's kind of black and white. But the spirit of the law, when, when that law is applied say like in a courtroom situation or whatever, whether you're on the jury or, or, or you're the judge or whatever, it's it's like, okay, this is a human life we're talking about. And and it's a human situation in life. We need to apply the law, but we gotta also look at the context of okay, on the one hand, the law was meant to uh, make things safer for people. It was meant to allow people to have a better life. But if if that same law that's meant to do that, the purpose of that law is to do that, but it's being used incorrectly against somebody and taking that away from them. All right, then we need to look a little further and go, okay, what's the, what's the context of what is being tried or what was being looked at questioned the whole bit then we start to have a balance of oh yeah yes you still have to follow the law because that's what we have laws for but but in this situation oh you know is is the the 
the cure, supposed cure, worse than the worse than the disease, so to speak. Okay, so we're looking at also the the difference in intellectualizing something and being able to intuit the answer. Ah, okay. So in when it comes to healing, well, guess what? Yes, there's a lot of things we can do. We know that if we take this vitamin and that nutritional supplement, it's it works to help in your healing the body process. But if that's all you do, well, guess what? Some people might get well, other people, nothing ever happens. Other people, it, it makes them worse. Same with any kind of treatment, whether it's natural or medical or whatever. And, and yet, when you start to use your intuition, oh, that's where you start to be able to apply these uh technological or intellectual uh, tools to your life as you're living it. And it starts to work because in intuition, you're seeking the real answer. You're seeking to return yourself the part of you that's been diverted from being yourself back to who you are. And that's what brings about that healing. So a lot of people believe that their safety and well-being and happiness are all dependent on trying to control the outcomes of certain things. Making any kind of change requires us to let go of certain things we've been feeling that we need to control personally to be safe. When we're willing to reclaim our seniority over the experience of fear, we discover that our need to hold on to some belief or judgment dissolves into the nothing that it always had been. We can realize then that it was us who made nothing into, at times, a lot of some things. <laughs> it's truly that divided state of mind that makes it seem as if we're constantly having to make much ado about nothing. <laughs> Raphael mentioned mm -hmm. Shakespeare earlier. Well, Shakespeare knew a thing or two, didn't he? The use of your intuitive knowingness gets you started on the road to a greater happiness experience, which in turn leads you to having more fulfillment of purpose in everything you do in your life. Remember, your intellect operates on the logical sequencing of anything you apply it to. The experience of sequence comes from the experience of the passage of time and movement in space. If we're to arrive at this specific address by 11 a.m. today, we have to leave where we're at now at 10 o'clock and drive for a certain distance in a certain amount of time to do so. Everything is logically calculated and intellectually figured out as the way it should work. Intuition, on the other hand, works 
holistically. Whereas the intellect is based on an exclusive either-or thinking process, much like a computer. Intuition works all-inclusively to be in sync with the undividedness of spirit. After we might have worked out our linear calculations of the expected amount of distance we have to cover by driving at this time with the expected traffic patterns of that area to get to our destination on time, we still might intuitively know that now we have to leave at least 15 minutes earlier than that if we're going to get there on time in this particular situation. Ah, that's more the spirit of the law, not just the letter of the law following. We, we may not know why we have to leave earlier than what the logic of our intellect tells us, but the more inclusive answer tells us we got to do so, right, if it's going to work. There's been so many times when Rafi and I have been driving together and the map or the GPS definitely showed that we had to turn, say, right at the next corner to get our des- to, to our destination. But one or both of us knew intuitively that we had to go straight or even turn left here instead in order to get to our destination. Hmm. And it turned out to be correct. Often in such cases, it wasn't that the instructions given to us by someone or the GPS was necessarily wrong, but that by following the answer from our intuitive knowingness, we got to our destination much more safely or sometimes even got there at all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes later in those circumstances, we discovered that we had just avoid it getting stuck in the middle of a multi-vehicle accident or in the middle of a gang shootout by making the wrong turn, so to speak, on purpose. (laughs) Some of those times we ended up arriving a bit later than we hoped for. But hey, you know, we arrived in one piece. Which would you say is the better deal? <laughs> yes, any time of the day or night, I'd rather arrive in one piece than, than you know, <laughs> be on time. And that, that's a little bit similar to the choice of would you rather be right about everything or would you rather be happy regardless of whatever? Remember, your intuitive knowingness will always give you the best answer in relationship to the complete context of you fulfilling your true purpose in life. If you live your life and make your decisions solely on your intellect, you may do all the right things according to the intellectual knowledge base that you have access to and all the best facts and figures, but you won't necessarily be happy. Living your life following your intuitive knowingness will allow you to experience more inner peace and happiness, no matter what is happening in your life or the world. And know that you will make much better decisions for yourself and in relationship to others when you make them from a state of loving happiness and peace. Next, will explore the question of how you might start to use your intuitive knowingness much more in your daily life and practice using it 
regularly and consistently. One of the things about your psychic abilities, uh, for those of you especially who are new at this, is practicing them in situations where it's not life and death. (laughs) Although (laughs) sometimes that will come upon you uh, suddenly, which it has for us many times. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Don't try this at home. We're professionals. (laughs) So... Giving yourself little exercises of intuition for fun. You know, if you if you play with it, you know, be a kindergartner. That's how I like to teach people is let yourself be free to experience this and to make mistakes. Because if you can't make mistakes, you can't learn. And when you do make a mistake... Um, you can look back on it and go, okay, what what was I listening to when I I made this decision and it turned out all wrong? Well, you know, there's a couple of things to that. One is, yes, sometimes it's all wrong because you were listening to your intellect instead of your intuition. But other times, sometimes when it doesn't have the outcome you would like, in the bigger picture of things, Sometimes that's the best because it like, for instance, in a relationship, you know, this is an example I like to use a lot is, you know, praying that I really want to have a relationship with that person. You know, he's really hot and he's, you know, a nice person and I really want to be with him and all those kind of things. And you do your, uh, you do your visualizations and everything Well, you know, we always say don't, if you're calling in a relationship, never focus it on one person. But a lot of people do it anyway. So if you're focusing it on one person and you put that prayer out and and that person isn't really meant to be with you, um, a, a good example is people in high school when they're first having relationships and they really can't see any kind of a bigger picture, their hormones are raging. And, you know, that's basically what everything is based on, right? And maybe a happy personality. But sometimes the higher levels of spirit say no. And people get really unhappy about this. But as you go on in life and you look back on that person you had the hots for back then, Uh, a lot of times you find out they truly were not the person for you after all and and that there there were other plans. So, you know, being able to use your intuition even in the simplest of decision-making process is a lot of fun, including, you know, when you're picking out fruits and vegetables at the grocery store. Now that we can touch them more (laughs) for three years, you know, you just had to grab and, you know, step away. But, you know, using your intuition on, is this, a, is this a good watermelon? Is this a good, you know, you can feel it, you can thump it or whatever. But also I do the third step of ultimately, is this a good piece of fruit or vegetable? And I'd say 95% of the time I'm right. And about 5% of the time I wasn't paying enough attention. And well, I this summer right. you were batting a thousand percent uh, uh, on, on the watermelons. Yep. So those are the, easy, let's say, the easier things to exercise on because if you made a mistake, not much is lost on it or no, no sense of loss on, oh, well, 
you know, I got one bad avocado. <laughs> the avocado season this year was pretty bad until about the, a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I got one bad relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then when it, if you practice enough with the smaller things, you know, what should I do first in the morning? Should I get my clothes out or should I take my shower first? You know, simple little things like that. And um, as you go along, then the more major life decisions come along. And as you practice, you, you get a sense of your intuition. I call it my inner compass. There's a level of the heart chakra that's involved in it, as well as that intuitive knowingness, which is the crown chakra at the top of the head. If you want to get more mechanical about it on an energy level. Um, but using your intuition isn't just running it through you know, okay, is this the right thing to do? You know, the the things you ask your intellect. And, and you go, you know, I look at intuition as the vibration that is above uh, the intellect. So you can go intellect first, you know, when there's, especially when there's an emergency, like an earthquake or something, should I do this, should I do that? And then use your intuition to follow what's going to be the best and safest for you along with that. Yeah, because, again, uh, using that analogy of the spirit of the law and the, the letter of the law, the spirit of the law is all-inclusive. It's both and more, whereas the, the, the letter of the law is black and white, either or. Ah, so the spirit of the law doesn't exclude the letter of the law. But sometimes when somebody one insists on absolutely just sticking with the intellectual aspect of the either or aspect of the letter of the law, it excludes the spirit of the law. Uh, it, it says, no, we're not going to we're not going to look at that part. We're just going to stick with what the words say. This is what it says. So you didn't do that or you did that. So therefore, you know, you're guilty. Well, when you're looking at the spirit of the law, uh, it's all-inclusive. All it's not either or. It's not, okay, are you going to be spiritual or are you going to go technological? No. That's, uh, the spirit is inclusive. You can have technology, but without excluding your awareness of spirit out. You can have your intellect but you don't exclude your intuition. Well, our second break is coming up, and Michael's award-winning book, You Are the Answer, makes a wonderful gift for anyone seeking their soul purpose. It's easily available from Amazon, or if you'd like a copy specially signed for you by Michael, you can call our office at 530-926-2650. And purchase it that way. Also, for any of you who would like to go further on your spiritual path, self-healing, and or psychic development, how about a wonderful gift of a class for yourself? We have all kinds of audio self-study classes and courses available to purchase and download at livethemiracle.com. In just a bit, we'll continue with Want to be Happier? Use Your Intuition. We'll be right back.
Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back. We've been exploring in this show what you might need to do if you ever want to be happier One of the most important things to start your adventure to true fulfillment and happiness is simple. Use your intuition. Let's continue with that and see what else you can learn about being happier when you use your intuition every day. Now, one of the things I learned early on myself is that us women especially tend to ignore Uh, Our intuition sometimes, especially when it comes to relationships, I'll I'll bring it to relationships because a lot of times a lot of people find, you know, relationships are a question when it comes to happiness. Well, It's complicated. It's complicated. (laughs) That's right. And the thing is, you know, going back to the little story I was telling about having the hots for someone and really wanting to call them in is, you know, using your intuition and listening to your intuition when it says this guy or this woman, for those of you who are men, uh, or this other person, isn't right for you. And you get this a lot, and it's sometimes feels like nagging from your intuition. And for me, when I get the this isn't right for you, I feel it in my third chakra and my heart chakra pretty strongly. And but the information comes in through the crown chakra. If for those of you who are more interested in how do you tune into your intuition, you know, it really comes from your intuitive, everything comes from all of your chakras um, and it's different bars of energy, different vibrations of energy, depending on what you're uh, working on. Now, uh, what I do when, when it comes to Uh, using my intuition, of course, because I was brought up in a highly intellectual family, that always comes first. What's the logical thing? 
But sometimes I'm not happy with what I get with the logical thing or just the logical thing is, okay, there it is. This is step A, B, C, you know, just like any logic. But then I tune into my intuition and oftentimes I get a very different and much simpler answer. You know, the intellect is going to complicate things. The intuition is going to simplify it. Yeah, why is that the answer? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the, the answer. intellect. <laughs> and and uh, whereas the intuition is, here's the answer. And like I we both mentioned earlier, ah, oh, you have this experience of certainty. Yeah. It's, okay. Uh, earlier on, Raphael was mentioning, you know, when you're, following your intuition, um, how, how do you know it's correct? Because many of you, I'm sure, have had that experience of <clears throat> thinking that you were following your intuition because it felt right or uh, it seemed like this is it, you know, whatever. Especially using Raphael's example of relationships, ah, this is the one. And <laughs> turned out to be, you know, oh, uh, uh, sociopath. Or what? <laughs> Watch too many of those, you know, murder mysteries. Anyway, uh, what, what about that? Wasn't that your intuition? Oh, your intuition, why I specified earlier that we're talking about your intuitive knowingness. Raphael mentioned several different kinds of intuition, like the, the feeling, you know, like, okay, there's this gut feeling by the, the lower gut. That's more the second or third chakra, depending on which part of the gut you're talking about. <laughs> Each one is slightly different type of intuition. The fourth chakra, the heart center, oh, that's a different kind of feeling where she said it's, it's like the... You, you you feel resonant, you know, it's like, okay, it clinks, you know, it, or clinks, <laughs> clings, <laughs> ring. I think he's trying to say clicks. It clicks. <laughs> if it clings, well, you know, <laughs> that's a different situation. But, but then she mentioned, oh, yeah, but the information, the actual knowing comes from the top of the head, the crown chakra. It's you just. Oh, yeah, that's it. And so as you're, that's the final authority, so to speak, in using Raphael's example. Oh, yeah, that's her final. Yeah, it started with this little lower feeling and da 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 da. But when she checks in with her crown chakra and her intuitive knowingness, yep, that's it. And that's your own information. But if you're tuning in on a different levels of intuition or intuitive psychic abilities, you could be picking up on somebody else's thoughts. You could be picking up on somebody else's feelings. That happens all the time, way, yes. way, way, way more than anybody ever suspects. And, and so this is where you get conned. On a, uh, I, I've never met or seen a con person, con artist working somebody who wasn't very, very psychic, right? They might not say they're psychic. They might not even believe they're, they're, they have anything to do with psychic. But they're using their psychic abilities to in the con, 
to to get people convinced that that uh, what they're wanting them to to believe in is true. And especially if the other person is pretty sensitive and they're picking up on the other person's thoughts saying, yeah, yeah, this is it. Sign on the dotted line. This is your, you know, this is your car of your dreams. No, no this is your home. You'll never get another one like this. And this is your only opportunity because if you don't sign the dotted line right now, somebody else is going to take it and you'll never see it again. All that stuff. We call that programming. Yeah, that's programming. On a psychic level, psychic and mental, emotional, all, all of those levels of programming. And some people are very, very good at it. But, oh, here's the big but, is, <laughs> well, <laughs> Not that kind of but uh, uh, it's, it's one where you have certainty. Oh, that's when you just know. Okay. It doesn't sometimes make sense what you know. But you have total certainty. There's not a question. It's, it's just like, ding, it's there. And, and so then it's not an intellectual certainty. A lot of times people tune in on a, the feeling level, let's say, of the, their psychic abilities and they're feeling somebody else saying, oh, yeah, you're the one, I'm the one, da, 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 this is where we're meant to be. And you, you get absorbed into that so much you feel like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else. This is the only thing. But if you were to check in with your intuitive knowingness at the top of your head, you go, you know what? Something's not, there's, there's, there's not going to be the, the doubt because it's based on the intellect. All things, this person checks off on everything on the list. But something in you is going, ah, aha. Uh-huh. And if that, ah, uh, has certainty, it's because what you're intellectually trying to decide and what you intuitively know at the highest level don't jive. It's not in sync. So then that's the time to back up and go, wait a minute. Okay, let me go back into a much more peaceful, quiet meditation space. And let me check in again. And this time, consciously and deliberately, be grounded. You know, most of you who've been uh, joining us on our, our shows know about the grounding. If not, you can go to our livethemiracle.com site and there's a free download you can have there that teaches you the very very basic tools we use all the time so you ground yourself find the center of your head and you just go tune into the top of your head crown chakra energy of just knowing and then you'll know now in your mental levels you might go well i don't know if that's true or not i don't have any proof and i need to be convinced all that that's just intellectual stuff you got to get past that and like Raphael was saying earlier you have to go to the higher vibration of knowingness and then you just know it's very quiet the intellect is very loud. Did you ever notice that? Yeah, all the worries and doubts and those kinds of thoughts are really loud. They, they take 
the spotlight on the stage, right? In your mind, they're, they're going, me, 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 me. <laughs> Whereas spirit is absolutely quiet. Knowingness is not a voice. It just, it's inside you. You just know. Huh. So that's what you practice. For me, it's even difficult to talk about this stuff because this is the way I live. And I've lived this way pretty much ever since I was a child. And so I just know. And, and of course, growing up, I had difficulties with that in school, especially because people always, especially teachers, always wanted me to prove something. You know, uh, they needed to be convinced that I, I got the answer from logical thinking. <laughs> I, I didn't even know what logical thinking was. <laughs> I had to learn how to, how to intellectualize. And then I got really good at it. But then I had to learn to undo a lot of it so that I can get back to, oh, my certainty of knowing. And what this is about is only then did I re restore my happiness, my inner <clears throat> happiness. It was gone for a while when I was a super straight A student and did everything right on an intellectual level in school and academics and all that. Ah, I was the least happy. But when I finally realized, wait a minute, what's what's going on here? And I got back to my intuitive knowingness that I naturally had as a child and and start to really live much more on an intuitive what I knew to be correct for me for every step of my life on anything. Ah, oh, then I just got happier and happier and happier. That's just my experience. It's not I was trying to be happy. I just was. Well, time just zips by. and When you're happy. <laughs> yes, when you're happy. And using your intuition will help you find happiness because it never lies to you. Well, once again, we find ourselves at the end of our show today. We are grateful that you joined us. We hope that our show offers you much to reflect upon and provide new psychic tools for you to apply in your daily life and spiritual development. Join us again next Wednesday for How God Answers Your Prayers. It'll be the final episode for this season of our show in which we've been addressing the many ways you can learn to celebrate your life joyfully, even through all its ups and downs. Remember to check out our link tree at living-the-miracle.carrd.co from where you'll be able to easily access all of our online sites from our learning sanctuary, full of our various classes and radio show, host page to our YouTube channel, website, and social media. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. <laughs>